0: Hello, welcome back to Melanin and Miles, it's your girl Joy here and today we are going to be debating group travel versus solo travel. There are so many different logistics that go into going on a group trip like flaky friends and pavits and there's so many <laughs> different things that go into a solo trip like deciding if you can really be alone for a week so Janelle and I are going to be talking about both of those things but first if you've been listening to the podcast every week and still have not left a review on Apple Podcasts what are you doing? doing make sure you go leave a review because that's the only way we can really get feedback from you guys on the podcast since this isn't you know instagram where you can leave a comment and let us know you like the episode just leave a review and let us know that you're liking the podcast and we will keep coming back every week with great content cool so janelle would you like to start off discussing group or solo travel
1: so my side is more on solo travel I feel like I've done that a lot (laughs) in like the past couple years and I genuinely prefer to do solo travel um, mainly because I feel like I just, I like people, but I don't like people. So this is just easier for me and I've had really great experiences doing it. Um, Like my most recent one would be when I went to Grand Cayman, which was right before Joy's squad retreat in December. And then a couple others I've done in the past like year or two. I went to the UK for a little bit of time by myself. And then I also, in the States, did a solo trip by like going around like the New England area. So I traveled like six or seven different states. It was like Maine, New Hampshire, Massachusetts, Connecticut, Vermont something else up there i don't know all those little states up there i um traveled by myself which was also really fun but i've also had some bad experiences and this is kind of like crappy timing with like the whole coronavirus thing going on but china (laughs) was one of my like terrible experiences like being (laughs) being by myself in. and then in the states um i kind of had like an okay i want to say it was terrible but it was just like a Okay, experience in New Orleans. And that's mainly because it was um Mardi Gras and like I was by myself. So it wasn't like I met up with like a couple people in my hostel and had some fun with them, but it was like it would have been more fun if I was with like my friend group from home. Like if Joy was right. there or anything, like that would have been way more than just like strangers. And then in China, it was just like I was the only black person people had seen and there was just way too many comments on me being black. And it was just, it was too much. I was getting annoyed and I had no one to rant to. So my pros for traveling solo is that you don't have to rely on any flaky friends. I know, like, that's my biggest issue with group travel is that, like, you need to make sure, like, your friends are willing to pay, like, they can do all the, like, go on these specific dates and half the time it never works out and they flake out on you. And then another pro for me is that like whenever I'm on a solo trip, it like just gives me like a lot of peace and relaxation and just like a lot of time to myself to kind of get my life together. Like when I was in Grand Cayman, like in December, I was really just, I would to say stressed, but just kind of overwhelmed with like this is my last semester of college coming up and I need to be like really getting my life together with grad school and getting my life together kind of like in the future. And it was just, I don't know, it was a lot of pressure kind of like at home and at school dealing with all all those things. And then I wasn't really thinking about it when I was out with friends. So when I had that time to just like be by myself, like be on the beach, like my favorite place in the world, and just like think and not have all that outside pressure on me, I just had like a lot of time for self-discovery and relaxation. I didn't have to like deal with a lot of the extra stress. And then another pro is that I get annoyed with people. So the relaxation from that is nice not dealing with everyone else. And you don't have to really take into consideration what like other people want to do when you're with a group of friends. You kind of have to think like, okay, this person doesn't really like to go out for breakfast. So maybe we'll just like sleep in and do something else later. And like this person um really wants to do this excursion but like I really want to do this other excursion so like sometimes things don't match up and you don't really get to do everything you really want to do because you're kind of like considering everyone else's needs and trying to make the best trip for everyone so in this case you could just be selfish and kind of like do whatever you want and not have to rely on everybody else and then also you can make new friends on a solo trip which is really cool I've done that a lot of times with like Meeting people in hostels, even, like, study abroad, like, that's not really a solo trip, but, like, I did move to a whole new country kind of, like, by myself and then eventually had to, like, make friends in class or other people in my program and whatnot. So, that was, like, really cool. Um, And then cons. So, traveling by yourself can be less safe. You might need to be more... Aware of like what you're doing, where you're going, be aware of like who's around you, and you should be doing this in groups too. But you should be like extra aware when you're by yourself, especially if you're like in an area that's known to be less safe. um Also, con kind of, you can't really go out with friends. Like if you love nightlife and just like want to go like bar hopping or go out and do all these things, you can't do that with friends, obviously, because you're on a solo trip, and even like. I wouldn't do that on a solo trip by myself either, just because if I'm drinking or getting intoxicated, I want to be like, I'm not going to be like super aware of everything going on around me. So I just don't feel safe doing that by myself. And then it also can be more expensive if you do a solo trip. When you're on a group trip, it's cheaper because you can like split an Airbnb, split a hotel room or whatever. But in like a case of being by yourself, you're Paying that hundred dollars a night for an Airbnb or a hotel or whatever, if you have to, and then it can also just be scary sometimes. Like I get nervous traveling by myself sometimes in the U.S. alone, like because certain cities, like I don't know, it's weird, like New York or just like major cities, that can just be scary. But being by yourself in, if you don't really know anybody like that, so. I don't like I don't know why, I guess, because you hear things in the news all the time and it just stresses you out. So traveling solo can be scary. And if you're not comfortable doing it, like no one's forcing you to do it. You don't have to. But sometimes like the best experiences can can come out of it. So it might be worth it.
0: Yeah. So I'm going to go through a lot of the points that Janelle said, but also raise some other points from the perspective of group travel. So I personally, am not, um, haven't done that much solo travel per se. Like I've done solo travel, um, within like certain, actually that's a lie. I have done a lot of solo travel. I moved to like New York for the past three summers, basically alone and had to meet all new people, um, you know, and actually really enjoyed that. Cause New York is one of my favorite cities. And I think it's one of the easiest cities to do solo travel in, um, And then also when I studied abroad in Spain, I didn't know anyone in my university who was going on that trip. So I kind of was alone in that sense. And also just like on the day-to-day, you're not always with people. Like you go to class and then after class, you're basically free to do whatever you want. And then I would find that people would try to like be spending like an hour after class figuring out what to do. And I would just go like I would already have the things I wanted to do and I would just leave and like go do it. Um, and it was like way easier that way. So I definitely agree on the points that like it's way easier to just get done what you want to do done, get done with, what you want to do with <laughs> solo travel. Um, So for group travel, uh, my experiences are I've done group travel with like a tour company. So I've done it with EF tours. Janelle and I have talked about our first trip to um, together which was an EF tours trip. So I went to Europe and Panama with them on group trips. And then um, I went to Brazil with my university. And I also studied abroad in Madrid. And that was like all of our weekend trips were group trips really, um, because we would do like different excursions and weekend trips. Like we went to Morocco and different things like that. And then most recently was my squad retreat to Jamaica, which was in December 2019, which was one of my favorite experiences during group travel. Um, so some of the pros of group travel is that you can make new friends. Um, group travel doesn't necessarily mean that you're going with a group of people that you know, um, especially if you're booking through like a tour company or even with my squad retreat. It was 10 people who didn't know each other and we became friends through traveling and having a similar experience. Um, Also, when you're with a group, you don't have to party alone. So you have people to look out for you when you go out to parties and things like that. Um, And, you know, there's safety in numbers. So there's more people you're in a group and things like that. Also, um, I feel like eating out is more fun with other people. But also sometimes when you eat out, they like don't split the check because you're in a group but that's like such a minor like first world problem because you can easily just use like <laughs> an app to like split it but um in spain i know like they never split the check and we all had to like do it yeah, in I feel cash like that's in general. it was just too many people yeah um also this is just a random like pro taking photos is Quote unquote easier because, say, like you and people in your group all want to get a photo at a certain place. You don't have to worry about only having like a stranger take like two pics of you. Your friends will get your angles and like get you like 50 pictures in the same pose. Um, also, with group trips, you can um, always make a group trip a smaller, more intimate trip or even a solo trip. So you can branch off into smaller groups or by yourself during free time or you know if you're taking a group trip excursion like on the weekend maybe go as a group like while traveling and then once you get to the destination just you know go by yourself until it's time to head back to your city um also as Janelle mentioned you can save a lot of money because there are different group rates um Airbnbs are easy to split Or hotels, you can split into um, smaller chunks so it's more affordable to travel. And also, another pro of group travel is someone in your group might be from the country that you're going to, or the city that you're going to, they might know the language, they might know the best places to go. So that's always great to have like someone with that local perspective if they are in your group. Cause I remember when we went to Brazil, there was one girl who spoke Portuguese in our group and we were literally looking to her for everything because not that many people in Brazil speak English. So to close out with the cons of group travel, um janelle mentioned a lot of these but you know if there's um a planned itinerary or not like people want to do their own thing and if you guys are trying to stick together i feel like this is more of a problem for younger travelers where you like want to stay together because you're just kind of scared to venture out on your own you have to come to a consensus um also if your group dynamic isn't in sync like if you're going with strangers and it turns out not like fun or you guys don't like each other or you're going with your friends but half of them are like not really your friends you know there could be drama and that could just ruin your group trip um also Another thing that can ruin your group trip is there's always that one person, that one person who is, like, super annoying or that one person who, like, gets too drunk at the club and you have to take care of every night. Like, there's only that one person. And if you're it's the type of person who... to make who, an episode for that.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. If you're always that one person. And on the other hand of that is if you're the type of person who's, like, the mom in the group, you're going to be stuck with that drunk person all the time. And, like, you won't be able to enjoy your group. Um, And also... The last thing I want to say is like everything takes longer when you're on a group trip because you can't just hop into a taxi. You have to find like five taxis or a bus or someone. You can't just go into any cafe that has like, you know, two seating tables. You have to go into a restaurant that fits groups um, or like make reservations and things like that. Just everything takes longer. Um, But, you know, that's when you're trying to stay together and make sure everyone's together together um but yeah there's a lot of pros and cons to group trips I think my balance is just traveling with one other person um because it's just so much easier to decide like what you want to do you guys can like plan what you want to do ahead of time so like once you get there you already know like what you're trying to do also like if the other person is just like super easygoing, and you're just like what do you want to eat and then it's just like oh let's just go into this restaurant right here or, or something like that. It's so much easier than to be like well this isn't on the travel guide so <laughs> <laughs> we're going to need to go an hour from here to just to eat <laughs> at the like most popular restaurant in the city.
1: Like you know what I'm saying like <laughs> yeah that's just too much. Yeah, definitely. No, the having one person, like just that one friend. That's that's a good balance. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, I think that's basically all I had to say about group travel. I feel like I in my head I don't think I've done a lot of solo travel, but in reality I have, like whether it's just like a day where you're going alone or like a week where you've been alone. Like I feel like it's great for people to experience, you know, being on their own in a city f- um for some period of time just because like you get a sense of independence. And you kind of learn how to navigate and just not depend on other people to make decisions for you.
1: Just don't do it in China. (laughs) I had a bad experience. (laughs) Well. But yeah, thanks for listening. (laughs) Uh, That was just our summary on group and solo travel. Yeah, I hope you learned something or you might try and take a solo trip soon. Who knows? Um, Make sure you check out our website for merch. And then also, like Joyce said, try to leave a review if you really like this episode or if you like the podcast in general on Apple Podcasts. And yeah, goodbye.